Hey everyone, it's Norm Ferrari, aka The Beard Guy here, and welcome to another Amazon FBA and e-commerce podcast. In this episode, we're going to be having, well, we're going to change it up a little. We're going to have a Q&A, Ask Me Anything. We've got a bunch of questions that have already been submitted, and we'll be getting them to getting to them shortly. So just uh, welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the Amazon FBA and e-commerce podcast. Okay, where is the boy wonder? Now we're jumping right into me. Okay, all right, I like this. What the heck? How's it you going? Know, it, it's we're changing it up today, so you know yeah. uh, you got to be on the ball. Yeah. All right. Well, I uh, this episode is something special. We don't usually do this, um, but you guys wanted it. The Beard Nation wanted it, so we thought we'd give it to you. Um, another Q and A session with Norm. So this is your chance to ask Norm about anything you'd like. That could be about business, Amazon, running a business, procedures, uh, hiring processes. Um, PPC, anything that you want, even about the podcast, even about us, you can let us know. Um, but before we get started, uh, make sure you smash those like buttons, give us a thumbs up, let us know what you want from the podcast. Are there certain topics you want? Um, are there questions that you think we've missed? Uh, are there guests that you want on the podcast? Let us know and we'll do our very best and take your suggestions just like uh, we took your suggestions and to do one of these uh, Q&A sessions again. So uh, if you're loving these Q&As, let us know in the comment sections because that's our way of knowing uh, what you guys want. And uh, we can do more of these uh, or less of them if you want. And uh, make sure you join our Lunch with Norm Amazon FBA and e-commerce collective Facebook group. That's where all the fun stuff happens. And uh, let me see. Um, I think that's about it. Uh, again, we'll be doing taking questions um, for the entirety of this episode. So if you have questions, let it rip in the comment sections. We're going to try and get to everyone. We also have a giant list of questions that have been submitted by you guys uh, leading up to this episode. So looks like we got a lot of excitement around today. And also want to give a shout out to uh, Cool Hand 99 Hope you're having a phenomenal Friday too. And uh, Connor, happy Friday. Good to see you in the comment sections as usual. Uh, let us know where you're watching from and we can get started. I guess we should uh, throw it over to a sponsor too. How about we do that? All right, we'll do that. All right. A big thank you to our sponsor, Post Purchase Pro, the only complete A to Z done for you real email and text marketing service built specifically for Amazon sellers. My friends Sean Hart and Seth Stevens co-founded Post Purchase Pro after launching over a thousand successful private labeled products, growing 53 brands, and get this, exiting 17 businesses. Post Purchase Pro creates all of your digital assets 100% for you from marketing inserts, complete sales funnels, email follow-up sequences, and weekly email promotions. They manage and optimize everything for you to drive more sales, get higher ranking, and receive more reviews on Amazon. So check out Post Purchase Pro now to see if you too will see enormous growth like their nearly 500 clients worldwide. That's Post Purchase Pro at postpurchasepro.com slash lunch. All right. 
So there's really no guests to, well, maybe you're the guest today. So, oh, wow. Yeah. And I could see we already have some questions come in too. Um, so thank you. Keep those questions coming. Also, uh, I want to open it up. And because we are going to Q4, uh, what are your biggest struggles right now? Um, is there anything that you're doing that you might be unsure of? Uh, let us know maybe any successes um, that you've had so far. Um, a lot of you guys have been here probably over one to two years watching the podcast too. So uh, if you'd like to give us an update on how your business is going too, we'd love to hear uh, and we can get started. So yeah, Norm, how do you want to get started? What do you think? Should First we go, of all, uh, a little bit of trivia. Do you remember him? How could you forget? <laughs> do you remember his name? As it's Norm. Norm the Norm. It is. It's a very clever you, name. You know, you know, you could go on Amazon really? yeah. and get Norm the Gnome. So I had somebody send that to me, and uh, it was their product, and it is called Norm the Gnome. Uh, well, we need so, to get you a little red hat, I think. <laughs> I would look too much like the Travelocity Gnome then. Maybe I get uh, some free trips. Yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to show that it was on my desk, and I thought, uh, yeah. Just Travelocity, if you're listening, we are accepting sponsorships. So yep, Travelocity, we love you. There we go. Okay, so let's get into this. So I'll say it anyways. Uh, if you have any questions or comments, throw them in the comments section. Sit back, relax, grab a cup of coffee, and enjoy the show. Welcome, Kelsey. Welcome, welcome. All right. How are so you today? I'm doing fantastic. It's Friday. Um, I'm going back to uh, our, your town to uh, get to Help work. build a studio. We're building a studio together. Well, not together. I'm building a studio. Yeah. But yeah. It I'm should an be old fun. guy. I just yeah. direct. See, I tell everybody about this before. Delegate, delegate, delegate. It works really well. I don't Find have an SOP on it. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Kels, just uh -huh. wanted to let you know, I heard this incredibly funny knock-knock joke. Want to hear it? Do it. I guess I have to. Okay, so start it off. Knock, knock. Who's there? <laughs> I know. Simple. Yeah, it's simple, but I loved it. There we go. Okay. All, All right. right. If you hated this. that joke as much as me, like this. <laughs> smash those like buttons. Okay, let's get into some questions. All right. First question is from Kazi. I'm going to be posting the questions up on the screen sure. for everyone and reading them out. I was from Kazi. I hope I'm pronouncing your name uh, correctly. Uh, but how much capital should the beginner must have to start with, with this Amazon journey? Let's say uh, in any of the markets on Amazon, just a ballpark. What do you think is needed uh, to get started uh, on Amazon in 2022? Oh, that's a good first question. And also, Kazi's one of our uh, big commenters, and he drops tons of knowledge uh, in our Facebook group, by the way. He he really drops a lot of knowledge. Um, I've even reached out to him and said, where are you getting this stuff? But uh, anyway, capital really depends on the product. Search volume, price, and competitiveness. So uh, one of the things that you have to look at are all, well, all three of those things you have to look at. And you have to look at where you're getting it from. I know with some of the products that I have, I've specifically made it where I can get small um, runs in North America. So I don't have to really require too much inventory. This is a product. Uh, 
you probably will never hear me say this again, but one of the products that we have, you could launch for around $2,500 to 5,000 bucks. It's just a small run product. And I would be confident being able to launch a product like that with the packaging landed at FBA for a very inexpensive price. Typically though, um, I would say that if you're looking at launching a product right now, you're looking at 10, 15 grand. Uh, we had a guest on the other day that said 15 to 25, but it really, it really does depend. Uh, simple thing for me is take your landed cost, multiply it by four and that, or two, two, uh, two and a half. That's typically what we would be doing. Um, so if you can take your landed cost, whatever the inventory amount is and multiply that by two and a half, that should be enough to get you going. But just keep in mind that when you do, um, if you have a bunt, so if you get a few sales, that's great. If you get to second base or third base, you got to prepare for that. But if you get that one product that takes off and, uh, you know, they're, they're unicorns, but they, there are products I've had home runs before. And all of a sudden you've got to pay for that. You better have the cash flow. And this is where this whole formula that I just used goes out the window. So um, you've just got to be prepared for it. And where are you going to get your cash flow? So make sure that you do have cash flow just in case you do have to leverage it later on. Does that answer? Hopefully that answers the question. Yeah. And I also want to just let everyone know, too, this is not just us telling you the answers. Um, we want you to participate, too. So if you have uh, opinions, comments about this, uh, let us know how much capital you think a beginner uh, needs for the journey. Maybe you disagree with Norm, which is totally okay. I disagree with Norm all oh, the time. He's, just, he's a pain <laughs> in the butt, though. He's a pain. So, uh, yeah, don't be shy uh, to leave comments, too. Um, this is a Q&A, but we'd love to hear your feedback, too, uh, because we have a lot of sellers, um, experienced sellers here, too. So uh, let us know. But, uh, yeah, hopefully that answered your question. And I, and I know um, Steve over at My Wife Quit His Job, he, uh, he, he's one that, uh, was totally disagrees that you don't have to, you know, have big, big dollars to, uh, invest into Amazon. So, and, and that's fine, but I just know in my Amazon world where I'm trying to get somewhat of a brand and go a little bit wide, um, just like I said, depending on what it is, you can you can go in still fairly low and my product is a popular product and i would feel confident i should actually do it i should just redo it and um try it on a small budget and see if that works maybe i'll do i maybe i'll reach out to the manufacturer and say hey let's experiment with something i want to launch a product for 25 to 5000 bucks yeah yeah uh we also have a great episode with mike mcclary about bootstrapping your yeah. amazon business so uh, if you're kind of tight on cash, that might be a good episode to kind of figure out how Mike was able to do that. Um, okay, let's take one of our live questions. Sure. Uh, this is from uh, Asan or Asan. Uh, I had some search terms negated in past different campaigns, but I'd like to use them again. So I archive them. Will they now be unnegated or do I have to do anything else? I'm not a hundred percent sure. Uh, that is something let's put that into the group, but I would give it a shot, you know, and, and just see, uh, so 
I mean, it's easy enough to see, right? You can go in and you can just see if they're re-indexing. And uh, so, by the way, so if you are using like an, a Helium 10 tool and you want to take keywords and you can throw them in there and you can see uh, you know, very quickly if they, um, if they are indexed. But uh, I'm not 100% sure. I'm not sure who the Facebook user is, but that is something I would post in the Facebook group and see if somebody else could take that one. Um, and you know what? If I don't know the answers to the questions, uh, I'm not going to make it up. So uh, we could find out for you. Okay, great. And that's thanks for throwing that. me that first one for a live question, Kel. That, <laughs> that is for you. Can thank uh, Isan. Uh, he also <laughs> says, uh, "I love how Kelsey cringes at times with Norm's dad jokes. My kids do the same with me." <laughs> yep, I'm used to it. <laughs> All right, let's see. Okay, this one I think you're you're a bit more confident in with Amazon posts. This is from Howard. Optimal amount of Amazon posts per week. Do you have any advice here? Oh, this is such a timely question because uh, Gore was on just Wednesday and he was talking about using Pinterest. And if you didn't see that, we've gone back to Gore and said, okay, give us information. We need to know more. Uh, about going on Pinterest because that's what we're going to do. Uh, when he told us about posting and he's posting five to 10 times a day on Pinterest and Pinterest is saying, well, the minimum you should be doing is 20 posts a day. Um, and these are, are not posts, but pins and, and repins. Okay. Well, looking at that, and if I had to do it on Pinterest, and if Pinterest is giving, like what he said was, if you do that with five to 10 a day and you're posting it out and you're going to get qualified traffic over a very short period of time, you should be seeing five, this is what he said, 5,000 visits on your website per month, organic. And so, all right, that's pretty cool. Well, now imagine if you take those, po those pins and you put those into your Amazon posts. So going back to your question, Howard, um, the very minimum you should be doing is five times. That's what I would recommend. However, if you do it once a week, that's something. Would I do it once a week? Never. Um, would I do it once a day? Yeah, that's much better. Uh, you'll get some. You'll, you'll get some lift from that. Three times a day is 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 great. The optimal is five times. If you can do more than that, even greater, but <laughs> or even better. Uh, but the other thing to, to keep in mind is, you know, where are you going to get your content from? Where are you going to get the images from? And this goes back to user-generated content. Uh, we just did something. Here's a little, okay, write this one down. This is a, I'm not going to say nugget. I'm going to say this is a great tip. We went out, we reached out to a bunch of influencers. They came back, uh, especially uh, two of the last videos we received were fantastic. So what I told Kelsey to do is go into the video and take screen captures. And now we've got either capture of the, the soap, person washing their hands, whatever it is, all of a sudden that one piece that one video that we paid for ended up getting 10 pieces of content and then the other one same thing gets you x number of pieces of content so you do have to make sure that you have the influencer's permission uh, uh, 
um, to do what you want uh, with this. And by the way, if you're not, this is another one, write this one down. If you're not using legal creators, and this is something that is a, it could be very expensive subscription, but if you go to AppSumo and you get this, I forget, it's either 49 or 89 bucks. It gives you some very well um, worded uh, contracts for creators. So if you're going out and you're getting an influencer, if you're going out and getting a graphic designer, a web designer, these are um, contracts that you can use for them. So just uh, just uh, just letting you know that. But if you can do that, your Amazon post, this user-generated content, it's nothing. And you can hire somebody um, to, to go put them up. You can do it yourself. I find doing it yourself would be very arduous. It's, it's a tough task to continually do. Um, this is where you definitely, if you have time or money, um, you have to decide whether you can just job it out. So hopefully that helps. Okay, great. Uh, okay, I want to ask the audience um, some trivia just about the podcast too. So uh, Beer Nation, Beardos, um, we've been doing this for a while. If you are a true Beardo, let us know what Norm's favorite drink of choice is. Uh, you may have seen it on the many podcasts, 300 plus podcasts, but <laughs> what is Norm's favorite drink that he has several times a day, if I may? <laughs> More than that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm right. an addict in that way. Let us know in the comments section. I'll, I'm interested to see if uh, coffee. Ooh, close, Ooh. not quite. Now, I, I only drink a pot and, a pot and change. One, and I'm not talking about pot pot. I'm talking one pot of coffee. That's why your eyes were so red the other day. Oh, okay. We got to spread this rumor, Beardos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, a cup of coffee. Excuse Coca Cola is closed. You're getting very, very. Whoever warm. whoever gets this right will send out a, a a mug too. If they're if unfortunately just if they're in North America. So we'll keep this going and we can move to the next next question. All right. The if next they question, get it right. The next question is from Bry Bry Shield. Oh, actually. hold it. Tom did. Tom got it. Coca Cola is that close yeah. enough? Uh no. Okay. Yeah, we'll I think we'll... we still gotta keep it. Okay, all right. That's too easy. All right. From Bry, uh, when launching a new private label product, how long do you tolerate losing money and under what conditions? I'm gonna back that up just a little bit. Uh great question. It's a really great question. So how do you define losing money? I remember going out to uh, these conferences and the conferences would tell you that you spend X and you can expect a positive return back in three months. Everybody was jumping on it. Well, that's not the case. You might be able to get money coming back to pay off your inventory. But if you've got marketing or if you've got inventory expenses and you have a home run, let's say, you're going to be still in the red. You're going to be paying off that. And this is why we talk so much about cash flow and, and working with your suppliers. Because if you can make um, 
uh, a monthly payment or every other month and just get, sh or work with them where they're going to support you by putting some uh, uh, product in their warehouse and store it for free. I mean, there's, there's all these strategies that we talked about, but uh, cash flow is an inventory cost or something you have to take in consideration. Uh, going into the red, I would say, okay, you're not going to like this. Uh, you're going to show that your product's probably making money um, within the first three to six months. Being in the red, or, or sorry, but being really in the black, it's six to nine months. Um, and if you're trying to expand your company, there's a lot of people here that are doing this as a side hustle, and that's fine. Uh, you know, if you can make a little bit of extra money, especially in these um, in these times, perfect. But if you're trying to build a business, sometimes you got to invest more and more and more money back into the business. And this is something that we try to do. I talk to everybody about building their business plan. So really understanding, you know, who you're trying to hit. Are, are you trying to get like, especially off Amazon, who, what are the market segments? You know, where do you want to go with this? Um, and and putting out a proper business plan, which takes a little bit of time to do, and understanding your competitive edge, understanding why you're unique. These are things that will really help you understand um, where your money's coming in, where your break-even point is, and really when you are starting to make money. So uh, what is the, um, the name of the business proposal, or not proposal, the business plan site? Is it live? Yeah, or... uh, live plan. Yeah, live plan. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna drop that link down if I can find it. Um, anyways, we'll we'll go on to the next question. Sure. Um, but uh, okay. Uh, so going back to the drinks, no one has gotten it yet. I'm, mm. I'm surprised. I want to give you guys a hint. It is a Coca-Cola product. It is not Coca-Cola. It is a Coca-Cola product. Coca product. It's in the same vein though. Um, all right. Uh, next question. We'll do a live question from Connor. What things should beginners be aware of in regards to starting PPC campaign? Well, at first, don't be afraid to spend money. So I'm going to give you, and this is going to be a DSP thing. Okay. So um, I have a client and they, they were getting anywhere from six times ROAS to 25 times ROAS. They got 25 times ROAS on Prime Day and they won't increase their budget. Sorry if you're listening, but it amazes me that somebody is not willing to put money into an ad account that they're getting $6 for every one or like on Prime Day, $25 to every one. And in fact, we were even pulling back, like this Prime Day coming up, it's not going to happen. They decided not to do something. So it shocks me. It absolutely shocks me where that's, you know, shooting fish in the barrel, I think they call it. But um, anyways, going back to uh, your question about, uh, and it was just uh, one second here. Kels, throw up that question again. I just want to make sure that I'm on track. I'm an old guy. I lose focus. Of course, he's just going to make me hand here. Okay, beginners aware of it. And that is, you got to spend when you can. So automatic campaigns. Back in 2016, 17, 18, 
automatic campaigns were much different than they are today. I still do it. I have asked uh, a couple of people about if they do it, and I got a mixed bag, but I do overbid. I want to get as much information uh, over a short period of time. Uh, let's say it could be a month, and I'll overbid to get that information. I want to get as many impressions as I can, see what's converting. And then um, one of the things that I find could be an issue at launch is when you're trying to get everything going at one time. I want to focus in. I want to. I, I like using exact words or exact phrase match, um, just to get a few things um, and what I think is going to work. Uh, and I'll find out soon enough. I don't get into uh, phrase match at all, and I think a lot of people do. Uh, and I think a lot of people um, waste a lot of money on broad match at the beginning. Um, it's kind of interesting when I talk about broad match uh, later on. Uh, people are like saying they've heard that you're throwing your money away. I don't find that to be the case. I'm on broad match and I love using broad match and exact phrase. So those are a few things that um, uh, I like doing. The other thing that a lot of people, they, they're they not experimenting like with, with what's working or what's converting. They're not talking to or or asking the right questions about that. There's so many variations in Amazon that, and there's so many things that you can do to, um, to easily grab a sale by targeting a, a, like a, a competitor that has such a bad product, uh, such a bad star rating, and you could just scoop in there, either have a better price. Like we're doing this right now with this other client. And so he's got a, a, a better price better quality item and then another campaign has a better um star rating and it's a lower price so anyways these are a few things that we do videos um people are afraid to spend money on videos you don't have to have a hollywood production you can go out to um to companies that uh, will do like a demo video uh, right now um rob burns uh, over at video telepathy gets a lot of our um our business um, he just did a whole set for us. Uh, and, you know, what we do is we get him to do um, one long video and then he splices it or he, he edits it for us. And then out of that, probably something that you can easily take and use as a, a, a video for any of your ads. So it doesn't have to be a high-end Hollywood production. And in fact, if you don't have anything, Going to Animoto or going in, like right now, um, Amazon even allows you to, not very good right now, but you could just put up a slide and put some font. They have their own templates for making videos. I mean, they want you to build videos. So kind of keep that in mind. So those are things that like I'm finding are converting extremely well right now. Video, video, and a little bit more video. All right. Fantastic. We'll move on to the next question from, we'll do another live question from AMZ Elites. Uh, what are your favorite analytics tools? H10, Jungle Scout, Datadive, any others? You know, uh, one that we got to, well, first of all, uh, I definitely am a, a big fan of Helium 10. And it's not just because they come on and they support the show, but uh, I, I, I love their tools. We use it every single day. 
Um, one thing I could highly recommend is that you understand, like they have, a, I believe it's called learn. You go in and you understand their tools because if you don't understand their tools, then you're not using it to its fullest. The other thing I like about Helium 10 is my old buddy Kevin's uh, course on there, uh, Freedom, Ten, uh, Freedom Ticket. So if you go on there with a paid subscription, you also get the Freedom Ticket, which if you need reference, you can always go back, check out a module and, um, you, you know, just see for yourself. So it's not only is it an analytical tool or it's a set, a suite of tools, it's also got a $3,000 course built into it for free. Uh, the other tool, Data Dive, absolutely, Brandon Young's Data Dive has uh, changed the game for us. Uh, all of my team are using uh, Data Dive. We use it, I think, on a daily basis. Another one that I love um, is uh, John Tilly. He was just on. Um, I wasn't using his tool um, until he came on and we started talking. He gave me a demo and went through it all. And I like, I really like um, uh, Zanguru. So he did a great job with it. Um, um, if, if you want, like, these are all things that you can go in, you can go check out the demos and see if it's for you. Uh, another uh, one that, uh, what's the uh, the Walmart one I just started really liking? Uh, Wally Smart, I think it was. Wasn't it, Kels? Yeah, Wally. Uh, let me see. Wally. Uh, I'll, I'll get back to you. Yeah, I think, like I think it was. Smart. I think it's uh, Wally Smart. But anyways, great, really great product for uh, Walmart. And you have to decide. Like Helium 10 has certain products, but this is a full suite of tools, especially for that. So it's really, really quite cool. Um, all right. I think this uh, is something that um, the audience can answer too, uh, not just us. So mm -hmm. let us know what you are using. Nir is saying he uses uh, H10 with Data Dive. It's a game changer. Oh, there you go. If Nir is saying it, then yeah. Then I, I, yeah. I'm just going to get right off the podcast right now. All right. So we have a, a couple questions here. Another one from Hassan. Uh, any suggestions for decent designers for packaging? Um, or maybe even how to find a decent designer for packaging, if that's a yeah. There's a question. there's a a bunch of different ways to find designers. I mean, there is go back. There's 99 designs. You know, that's that's sort of what everybody or a lot of people are using. You could go uh, back to free up. You could. Uh, I don't know about going to for small jobs like if you're just looking for a designer if um yanni over at multiply me will do something like that but um uh definitely like he's another vetted service for hiring vas and um i i don't know if he does like one-offs so but multiply me would be probably one i would just check and just see if they would do something like that upwork is another version um, if you want, Kelsey's going to kill me for this, but if you want to um, just blast something out there, you can use a Craigslist or you can use an onlinesjobs.ph. And like we did one the other day and we got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds uh, for graphic design. So in that case, what I didn't do is I... 
I did not use my basic rules. And that is putting in a format on how I want them to respond. This was just a general blast. We were just trying to look for some graphic designers fairly quickly. And uh, what ended up happening is we just got bombarded. So even as simple as putting something in a subject line, like bury it in your job description, put this in the subject line, just see if they read it, um, make something a bit bold, make them answer a question, make, uh, 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 put something in a different color. Anyways, there's lots of ways to thin it down right off the bat. So those 400 come down to 40 and you'll see it like it's a huge difference. And uh, let me see, you could reach out on a, a LinkedIn platform. The other thing, like if you're looking for package design, there are a few package design companies uh, right out of the US. Um, one of the ones that's up and running uh, right now is Central Graphics. The one I mentioned um, a while back, they're, they're a Canadian company that have North American reach um, and they do small runs. Uh, probably a little bit more expensive than China still, but still very good. Um, anybody who's interested in another packaging company that I can vouch for out of Mexico, let us know. Um, I forget the name of the company, but we've been going kind of back and forth on quoting and I've seen their quality. It's very good. I met them at the Mexico trip, but um, if you're interested in that, we can, uh, we can send you over the information. And then uh, always you could go to Alibaba and you could talk, you could look for packaging design. In fact, um, a couple of the people that we use right now, I started out 2016 with from Alibaba. Um, and I use a designer cause I'm not crazy about their designers, but they can do die lines and everything. And I can just send it over to my designer to finish up. But, uh, on that note, I would not recommend going to a manufacturer to do the design work or the packaging. If you notice, like, especially with supplements, I can go into the pet supplement category and I can pretty much tell this one company because they, they have the exact same template and there's five, 10 uh, companies using that exact same template, except one's a German shepherd, one's a retriever. It's the same colors, you know, so I would try to get away from that. Okay, uh, great. So it looks like we did have a bunch of people a couple people got the uh, the answer to the drinks, and the first person was Manny. So congratulations, Fatten, uh, you are the winner. It was Coke Zero, and uh, coming in second. Let me see. I think there is a son uh, who got it, or Yanni. This might have been Yanni, but uh, Manny, you are the winner. Congratulations. We will get you that mug. Um, okay, and we got a question from Sarah. Sarah is asking. Uh, I would love for you to talk about how products only have a certain lifespan on Amazon, and yet some of your products, like cigars and soap, you've been selling successfully for years. Yeah, so uh, the reason why a lot of the products have a certain lifespan, well, there's two reasons. A lot of people put up the product and never look back. Second reason is more competition coming in and you're not doing your competitive research. So the only way that you can be on top of it is that you have to go back to your listing 
You have to monitor your keywords, your indexing, refresh your listing, not all at once, refresh your images, like take a look at what your competition is doing. What is the number one or what are the higher ranking products doing? Or even if you're number one, check out who's coming up and why they're coming up. Just look at the listings. Uh, a lot of the times, one sec, you might want to take a look at an add-on product. So uh, one of the uh, products that, or one of the comps, uh, clients that we work with, they uh, have a, a knife and they send out a pairing knife. A pairing knife costs nothing, but it's a $30 value on Amazon. And people look like they're getting added value. So it still keeps it out there. Um, other people, like for the Amazon lifecycle, might be, if they're new, they might be using different types of PPC uh, campaigns that are out there right now. Uh, there's, I find that it's lack of research, lack of monitoring, and just not doing what it takes to stay on top. People think it's a given that you got it, you throw it up there, you do your time for the first bit. I, I see this all the time, by the way, and I get this from clients. So we manage a bunch of Amazon accounts and what ends up happening? Oh, I just spent all this money. I'm positioned properly. Uh, cut my PPC budget. Or if you're telling them to go and, and order more, this happened five times with this one client. I, I ended up, I don't, this sounds really bad, but we have client reviews. And if you're not going to listen to us, it's like, I hear what you're saying, but, well, don't listen to what we're, we're saying, but we, we do know what we're talking about. And these types of clients, the, I hear what you're saying, but, well, they're going to do what they want to do. And this one particular client, we were doing around at top $124,000 a month. We said, don't run out of inventory. They ended up running out five five times they didn't want to spend the money and it was too late and we went from a hundred and twenty four thousand dollars a month i can show you that client right now a non-client um it was a it was like if you're not going to listen to us uh we really don't want anything to do with you so uh and i was very polite but anyway uh they're doing uh, around twenty nine hundred dollars a month right now complete bomb complete and there's no reason for it. That's why there was a lifespan. And and people saw what they were doing. And like, there was nobody in the field. We created this product. And we got people, there was people selling around 10 grand a month. 15 was tops. And we turned that product around just by our marketing to $124,000. And now everybody is on everybody's radar. And there's a ton of competitors. It would be very, very hard to launch and to compete in the product. Just, just, uh, there you go. There is the answer. Okay. Um, and it looks like we're having some issues with our YouTube feed. Um, I, some viewers can't watch it on YouTube. So, um, I'm going to be sharing the Facebook link as well, but I'm not sure what's up with YouTube right now, but, um, there is always the Facebook option. If you'd like, you can watch on the Facebook page or the Facebook group. Um, but yeah, let's, ah. uh, jump into a question from Howard, one of our Facebook listeners. 
Uh, more of a strategic question, thoughts on how we emerging micro brands should be thinking about diversification beyond Amazon, particularly with pending US antitrust legislation and Amazon CEO Andy Jassy indicating this week in an interview that this can be have a detrimental impact to all sellers on the platform. Yeah. Uh, and regardless, who wants to be a one-legged stool? I mean, at the end of the day, who wants to just be on one big platform and all of a sudden if something changes, like what Howard's talking about, you're stuck. They don't care. And in my opinion, you know, I got to say that, it, disclaimer, my opinion is they don't care. And uh, anyways, protect yourself. And the way that I look at it is that you have to diversify. And that's why with this podcast right now, we're bringing on so many options for external traffic, other platforms to get going on because Amazon is just Amazon. But if you build a brand and Howard, I love it, a micro brand, you nailed it. We're all micro brands. So if we're building this micro brand and nobody knows you except on Amazon, when they do some search and it comes up on the search results, well, Okay, how do you build your business? So first of all, I would look at a Shopify platform. Uh, it doesn't have to be tough. It could be a small you know, uh, website, one page, two page. Anyways, whatever your budget can handle at the beginning. Um, I like to have a page that, and we're going through, we go through this all the time, but I go through um, a person that knows how to design an e-commerce site completely different we see websites that are aesthetically correct but horrible to convert they'll never convert or people don't understand that you have a funnel for sales and don't drive traffic back to your home page huge difference in conversion rates uh, so shopify if you work with a designer that knows ecom great this is something you don't do yourself the other thing is a social media presence. People are going to look for a micro brand. Or do they have a website? Do they have social media? Is it consistent or is there, does it suck? Easiest thing to say, does it suck? Um, if you're using uh, right here, okay, let's say Norm the Gnome goes out there and he does social media. Well, are we going to keep with the reds and the blues and the blacks and browns? Yes. If, uh, if I go to oranges and blacks for Norm the Gnome, it doesn't keep the brand. So, and that's exactly what we do here. If you take a look at everything we do, orange, black, gray, these are specific colors, specific fonts that we use for the brand. And people just, they, they can go out there and they can see your social media and go, red flag. What? No, 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 I'm just listening. Uh, okay, I thought you were just going to come in and say something, interrupt me like you usually do at the dinner table. You're but, interrupting uh, yourself, I believe. Oh, okay, then why are you here? Uh, it's for the banner reads. Oh, okay. Well, thank you. Here. Thank you so much. Anyways, um, you got to keep it consistent. And people that are looking for products from Amazon, they see it, they want to buy the product, but they want to check you out. They're looking for red flags. It's human nature. They want to make sure that what they're buying is 
real and that they can trust you. First red flag they see, they're going to click off. The next thing is finding other websites that you can sell from. Uh, if it's a pet product, well, you could go to Walmart. That's great. But go to Chewy. Go to PetSmart. Go to, there's a lot of pet companies that have their own online presence. And there's a lot of other retailers that are out there that are e-tailers that you can go to as well. So I would be trying to spread out and they're not as strict as Amazon uh, for the most part. Like Chewy's a great pl place to go. Um, I know with um, the dog beds that that's something that there's a ton of sales, just a ton coming in from Chewy. You know, I, I don't know if it outperforms Amazon, but there's a lot of sales that come through that way. So hopefully that answers it out. I would definitely diversify. Uh, I would want to make sure, by the way, um, on Amazon that your brand can expand and that you do have a brand. So have it where you've got a following on, um, on through your Amazon posts or if you're doing Amazon Live um, and that you market to those too, just so you can build up a following. Anyways, that's my spiel on one-legged stools. Okay, great. Um, I'm going to throw this at you, but uh, do we have a giveaway today? You. I would love Me. to give away you. Yeah. <laughs> that would be the giveaway. All right. Uh, there you go. I, 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 was, I was thinking about this, and probably what we could do is uh, it'll be a mixed. It'll be a little bit of everything. We could do a T-shirt. Okay. A T-shirt, a mug the $400 um, uh, inventory management for a month. Uh, that's through Afalabi. We could do a press release and I'll give away a 30 minute session. Oh, and you know what? Kelsey's going to give away a 30 minute session on social media. I had a feeling that was coming. All right. So well, there it's you a go. big prize. It's a big prize. And Today, uh, it's hashtag uh, Wheel of Kelsey and tag two people and you get a second entry. But once again, it, this is a, it's a big prize package. Not as big as Matt Altman's, but we're, you know, we're trying. All right. So you heard it here. It's hashtag Wheel of Kelsey to win a Lunch with Norm package, including a t-shirt, mug, uh, whole new worldwide inventory management, Netfluence's press release and a 30 minute session with Norm and I. Um, so, you know what yeah. we're going to do too? Because Apple Lobby has been on my back. So um, I'm going to, uh, why don't we do the um, the $400 tariff buddy? Instead or? No. As well. All right. Okay. So let me, I'm just recording all of this. All right. Sounds good. So you guys know the drill. Hashtag Wheel of Kelsey. Um, and we'll be uh, letting you know who the winner is at the end of today's show. Uh, probably in the feel bad for the YouTube people, though. There's usually yeah. a lot of people watching from YouTube. I don't know. Yeah. So if this ever happens on Facebook or YouTube, uh, viewers, just try one or the other. Um, sometimes it's just the channel. It just bumps us out. So, but anyways, uh, yes, Marsha, I want to win Kelsey. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> All right. I don't and, know uh, if that's a win or not, but uh, <laughs> he comes with lots of luggage. That's all I'm going to say. 
All right. Oh, we got lots of entries already. Fantastic. <laughs> Good to see it. Um, okay. So we're going to, let's go through another question. Um, one from cool hand 99. Yep. Uh, would it be better to utilize the current product photos on the un updated ASIN product until I can get new photos done? Should I take phone photos myself to get by or should I just wait for the pro picture? Um, and then as for the new ASIN, should I take phone photos to get by or wait till launch until I get pro photos? Okay, so this is something that's happened right now with us. Our pro our product photography was delayed. So we had to make a decision. What do we do? Do we launch with low standard iPhone photos just to get it up there? Or do we wait? Uh, calculated decision, we decided that we're going to wait. Why? Because of the honeymoon period. If people are going to look at your listing and you're trying to get traffic and you're trying to get sales velocity, well, do you want really great listings that when you, when people see them, you know, they're, they're going to say, wow, this looks like a really awesome product. I'm going to go in and, um, and, and order or, oh, this looks like it's some Chinese crap, you know, or, uh, this looks like a iPhone picture. I don't know about you, but right now on Amazon, the better the product images, and it used to be that you could put up anything, but nowadays it's not the same. You've got to really think it through. Um, there are a lot of people that spend it. Like I know Marsha's on here right now and she went to Taylor Boone and Taylor did an excellent job. So not many photographers that can do that quality of metallic photography. And I want to point this out too for photographers or for if you're sending to a photographer, try to see if they, they're doing something with whatever you're, you're shooting. So product photography, uh, metal, hey, that's a that's a tough one. Um, and then you know it could be wood, it could be plastics, it could be food. Food is a tough one. If you're not a food photographer, it's really tough to bring. I don't know if you ever gone into these, you know, Greek restaurants or you know, usually it's a, a really chintzy Chinese restaurant or some Greek like the old Saturday Night Live Greek restaurant where the photos are so awful. You know, they're so unappealing that uh, you don't even want to buy the food, but you know it's good food. Unfortunately, with Amazon, you know, you're never going to be able to test the food. You're going to see it, and that's what you're going to see. You've never tested the food. The Greek restaurant, people have tested. They said, oh, they love it, and you're going to go in and eat it, um, even though it's in a greasy spoon. Does that make sense? Anyways, product photography is so important. And then can they do? lifestyle photography can they do they understand the infographic these are all things that people are going to look at um, right now lifestyle if you can get a couple like we don't even have product image we don't even have certain um listings up but guess what we've got influencers that we've already shipped the the product to They've already come back with some um, some user generated con content. We've got people traveling around doing marketplace reviews, so doing reviews on it. So when we do uh, launch this product, we're going to have it in place. So I know I'm long winded, but I wouldn't take the chance, Cool Hand, uh, to launch with bad images. I would rather just hold on 
And then you could do your blitz marketing from your external traffic and be proud that you're doing it. And secondly, the person that's looking at your product is going to you know really like the product. It's all about user experience, by the way. So they might like the listing. They might like the price. And if your listing looks really great and your price is really good, but when the product comes, it, it's terrible, then you're going to you're going to have a, they're going to have a problem and they'll probably give you a bad review. Vice versa. You have a bad product listing, but a great product, they're not going to buy the product. So anyways, you've, you've, for me anyways, I try to hold off and I try to do, now you can always upgrade the listing products later on, but I would never lead, especially a launch with a, uh, with an iPhone photograph, you know, um, just because we have an iPhone doesn't make us a photographer. And there's so much that goes into good photography. Okay, great answer. Um, we had a question. This is from Tom, which I'm going to answer uh, because there is a giveaway happening in our Facebook group right now. Uh, if you go to the Lunch with Norm Facebook group, that's not the page. It's the Facebook group, Lunch with Norm, Amazon FBA, and e-commerce collective. And you go to this specific post, um, I'll, I'm going to pin it to the top of the group as well, so it's easy to find. Um, but basically, all you need to do to enter to win one of the listings, um, listing audits from Matt, is uh, comment your biggest takeaway from the episode or your biggest takeaway in any of the Lunch with Norm episodes. And we're going to be selecting the 10 people to win their $3,000 uh, listing audit. So that easy. Uh, go ahead in the Facebook group check it out. Uh, links are in the descriptions wherever you are listening from. And uh, right now, uh, Andrew is the only one that's commented. So chances are pretty good if you uh, get your questions in. So that's still October 3rd. Um, check it out. And let me see from near, uh, if you're speaking about influencers, I'd highly recommend to check Paul Barron as uh, new tactics to get orders using TikTok. It's a small cost, but it'll be the best option out there. Thanks near for that. And uh, yeah, uh, don't forget to enter today's Lunch with Norm giveaway. That's hashtag Wheel Kelsey. And um, oh, we got to. Did we go to our uh, our sponsor? Uh, no, but we can. And we can there. continue if any. Like if if everybody wants to go for another half hour, I can do this. I know it's a really long podcast, and you're probably bored out of your minds. But if you want, I can stick around and answer a few more questions. It's Friday. Let's stick around for the beer nation. Okay. So uh, we'll throw it over to an ad read and then continue with our Q&A. This episode is brought to you by Clear Ads. Looking to maximize your Amazon ads ROI? Well, whether you need full service or just one or two services, Clear Ads Amazon advertising experts drive outstanding results across the Amazon marketplace. With over nine years of experience, their Amazon PPC managers have helped thousands of companies to drive down their cost of sales and scale up their revenue, profits, and orders. And with their unrivaled Amazon DSP expertise, ClearAd's DSP services are tailored to your brand. You really can't go wrong. Get in touch today with ClearAd's dedicated team by visiting the link in the description or visiting clearads.co.uk. And remember, more sales, better ROI, incredible growth. 
check out ClearAds today. And also, George is probably one of the nicest guys I've ever met. Shout out George from ClearAds. Uh, again, the links are in the descriptions if you're interested in checking them out. Uh, when op Okay, let me see. Uh, this is from Facebook. I think this is from Asan as well. Uh, when optimizing one's listing, how many keywords do you aim to have an exact forum on the front end? That's a hard one. And oh, Kels, before I get into this, you want to try the YouTube link again to see if it's working? Uh, yeah, I'm refreshing it. It still seems like it's not, it, it's just showing an error. So yeah, YouTube is down today. I'm not sure. Um, some of our listeners have migrated to Facebook, but um, yeah, it looks like it's something's going on with YouTube. Huh, we're alive. Yeah. Okay. So with, um, with this, Stephen Pope talks about like just stuffing the title, right? Just putting the keywords in there and then same thing, you know, in your bullets. Uh, I'm kind of doing a, uh, a bastardized version of it. And so like I've been playing around with short titles, long titles, um, how it looks, um, just engaging titles. Here's what we've come up with. And this, this changes all the time because we're always testing. But what we'll try to do is we'll put in the main keyword that we're trying to get, then followed up by hopefully a bit of an engagement. So I'll give you an example. Um, natural lavender soap bars. Okay, so that might be the, the main keyword. Infused with boom, 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 boom. And that could be um, uh, infused with essential oils or in, infused with lavender essential oils. And then that, that has just a nice ring to it. So that catches a person's, you know, they, they, they look at it. It's just not keyword, keyword, keyword. And if we can, we still do put in two or three keyword phrases at the beginning for the first 30 to 90 days. So we are trying to go and optimize for that. But while we do it, we try to make it somewhat engaging. Okay. Um, I could probably show you a few examples once these uh, products get launched, but it's always, it's always better. Even if it's a long, if it's a long title and it looks like, uh, there's a lot of keywords and even repetitive keywords. All right. So there's going to be people near. I don't know what you think about this, but I repeat keywords. So if it's soap, you might see soap or soaps or bars two or three times in my title. It just depends on the phrase that I'm using, but I am actually trying to get the keyword, the exact keyword match if it's giving me the search volume that I want. And then I'm um, using the long tails throughout the, um, the bullets or in the back end. So that's what we're doing right now. If you ask me 30 days from now, we'll probably say, well, we're now experimenting with, because I've got, I can go back to podcasts since we started and say, we only do short titles and we were, and then, oh, we we're, we're doing this other method. And now we're doing this other method. This is always, and this is the thing about, you know, we, we had that question about lifespan. This is the question. This is how we do it because we're always testing, uh, you know, it, it, Amazon listings, it, it, they're always ebbs and it's an ebb and flow situation. And so we've always testing the waters. All right, next.
Okay, and uh, don't forget to give us a like if you are enjoying this episode. Uh, let us know what you think of these Q&A sessions. Uh, do you want us to do more, less? Um, we also will be planning our Trash My Products segment, which is a new product where you send us your products, you let us know your listing, and we trash it. We give you... Yeah, you send us the product, and we actually do the customer experience live. Yep. So if uh, we like something, we'll let you know. If we don't, we'll uh, we'll tell you. So if you're interested in that, make sure you send me an email, k at lunchwithnorm.com, and then just put in the subject uh, title trash, and then I'll send you more information about that. Um, so yeah, looking forward to it. We've already received some products from some Beard Nation. So uh, a looking bunch forward of products. to that. Yeah, yeah, I need to get a bigger apartment <laughs> I, or at least a, a storage warehouse. Maybe send that to Alpha Lobby. Um, yeah. From near, I totally agree with repeating words. Amazon algorithm is smart, but if the phrase isn't important, use it as it is. Woo! I said something right that near agrees with. So that, <laughs> that makes me feel bad. I was waiting for him to come back and say, that sucks what you said. <laughs> All right. Uh, from Tony, how is TikTok going? Good. Uh, you will be seeing a lot more of TikTok on this show because uh, we're going to be doing something really cool. Uh, we can't even announce it yet, but um, uh, yeah, we've got a couple of really interesting things planned. Plus, we've been reaching out to TikTok uh, for them to come on to the podcast. Uh, so we'll um, we'll keep you informed. Okay, awesome. And do you use uh, Managed by Stats? You know, um, Phil Jepson over at Managed by Stats is a genius. I love the product, but I stopped using the product when some other uh, apps came in and I just started playing around with them. But would I recommend Managed by Stats? A hundred percent. They're awesome. Yeah. So uh, anyways, they are doing, they've made some really cool changes. I've talked to um, the guys over there, and uh, I don't know when, but I'll be going over and, and talking to them about uh, signing back up to give it a shot. But it's always been a really good product. All right. And uh, Shaw is saying, hi. Hello, Shaw. Good to see you. Good to and see right you back. all of our beardos. <laughs> Bronwyn, you got Anna, Asen, Michael, Tony. Great to see everyone near and Carlos, Cool Hand 99, Connor, Marsha. We got a great turnout, Howard too, Tom. Uh, it's great seeing everyone. And thank you so much for spending your Friday uh, afternoon, noon, morning, wherever you are with us. We really do appreciate it. Um, okay, from Carlos, uh, what task would you recommend me to delegate as a low seven-figure solopreneur? That's a whole... I mean, that's a, that's a great question with uh, another podcast that we could do behind it. But one of the things that I would do, very simple, um, anything that you repeat. So if you're constantly repeating something, uh, that would be one of the first things I would do. But get a loom, get loom. If you're not using loom and you're not using loom to its fullest, you're missing out. So we weren't. And I was using, I've done a thousand Loom videos for our team. And it, it can be easy as, so I'm looking at, a, I have a, a system for my inbox. 
And one of them, uh, whoever's sorting out my inbox, might not know certain emails. So it might just be uh, a morning filter, you know, and I'll just say, oh, this one goes here, this one goes here, delete this one, unsubscribe. And then that's that easy. So what I've been doing is I've been retitling all of my looms as I do them. Not I don't go back into history, but I just retitle. So it could be uh, morning filters and then it, they, it automatically timestamps the date. But if you go in and you start tagging, so we have SOPs. So I have a tag, SOP. I have a, an assistant, uh, EA. I have um, uh, an inbox, a whole series of inbox SOPs. So inbox and, or it could be track my subs. So that, by the way, AppSumo track my subs is the, one of the top productivity or just, just to keep you on track with your subscriptions, I uh, and I was paying thirteen thousand dollars a month in subscriptions. I didn't realize it. I wasn't thinking, and I was getting all these subscriptions every month. And then I got it. I I started tracking it. I had my heart attack. I said, "How much am I paying for these? Why are we not canceling these subscriptions? Because there was too many, and I forgot." There's so much just coming out of the, you know, it, it just happened. So then we got an SOP going on it and I track everything. So it tracks every time there's a trial and where they ding you is when the trial goes to the next month. So now three days before the trial, I get this notification and um, I, I can cancel. So I got that going on right now with a product, uh, an app that I'm doing. So with everything that's going on, I've got this thing down to 5,700 bucks a month in subscriptions. Sounds like a lot, but we have an agency and we need these, these um, tools to really get things done. So anyways, the reason I say that going back to Loom is that I can put track my sub and this will be about how to add, how to add the sub, how to delete the sub, how to add banking information. Those are the three things I need. Um, anybody on my team can go back and they can manage that. So I love doing everything by Loom. So it, no matter how small the task is, and then you can, the reason why I started on this whole thing, anybody who's new listening to me, I go down rabbit holes. Anyway, using Loom, you'll be able to get a transcribed message, the video. And if at any point I wanted to go back and check out what I was saying, I just have to type it in search and all the videos will come in. But this is a great storage tool for tracking and giving anybody what you're doing. So especially you ever, you ever do something once and then you got to do it again. And you, uh, how did I do it? You got to go and search on Google, you know, to try to figure out what you did takes a half hour. And only if you did, the video while you were doing it. Now you got it. It's in your library. You never have to go back until you want to send it out. So going back, repeat tasks. I'm going to spend a little bit longer on this. And that's, I create a task table. This task table, when I sub out to uh, delegate uh, to whoever, is I create a $10, uh, 10, 100, 1,000, 10,000. These are all just numbers. So all it means is your lowest, to your highest. And then I create 
jobs, a list of jobs. So an org board. And what I start doing is saying, oh, if I need somebody to respond or feedback or whatever it is, start hooking up to whoever uh, in the board. And those are the jobs, the $10 jobs. Ten, $10 are usually the one that I just get out right away. These, it doesn't have to be $10 an hour. It could be $2, it could be 50 bucks. But those are the ones that are the ones that are um, quick, easy to get done and to uh, delegate. And by the way, when you do delegate, if you don't take the time to train, you'll never get this. Because training it, without training, proper training and education, people will fail. So you have to give them the tools to succeed. Okay, great. Uh, let me see. So I, I dropped some of those links uh, that Norm mentioned, track my subs. Uh, Loom is one that, uh, yeah, we use all the time. Uh, also, I would take advantage of free apps too. Uh, Google Slides is a perfect app that you can use to uh, make presentations, proposals, uh, graphic design. Like there's a, a bunch of uses that you can use just using Google Sheets or Google Slides, but all of Google products, uh, Google, Google Drawings, um, Docs, it's all free and uh, really great. And let me see from Carlos, amazing Norm. I just got the Loom plan. Any tips on how to organize the SOPs? I don't know if you remember me, I'm the Spanish guy from the cruise. <laughs> of course, absolutely. So uh, the SOPs, it, what happens uh, with SOPs is they, we, first of all, terminology. An SOP, and I say SOPs because most of the people understand SOPs, but it really is a policy and procedure. So when you're creating policies, uh, we set it up in a folder. And so that folder is in, there's a hierarchy, there's a protocol, but let me explain what we do. We have a folder for whatever it is, uh, managing feedback or can, or how about this, responding to um, reviews or responding to feedback. So what we have is the policy and procedure. First thing is what's it for? Why are we wasting our time on it? Or you know, how do you get buy-in? So why do I need to know this? And that's good for everybody to know that it's important because then understanding definitions. So you might know what an ASIN or F and SKU is. Others don't. And they might smile and wave when you're talking to them, but they don't know what it is. So it breaks down all the definitions. And then the next part is prerequisites. And what do we have to know? Is there another SOP that I have to link to? Or is there a login? And the login might be, you know, you must have a login to Helium 10. You must have an extension for data dive. And then it goes into the SOP, which is a lot of steps, a lot of steps. So you're not just trying to do one big step. You're trying to do micro steps because if, if something falls or fails, you want to know which step it was. So you can talk to your VA, say, okay, uh, where, what part happened? Uh, like, where did it break apart for you? And then, okay, it was step 19. Okay, go back to the VA and say, all right, how do we fix it? And that gets them to have more of a performance-based culture. So, yeah, so this is one here. So um, any, I, I see that, Kels. 
So anyways, that's so the you're not the person people are relying on. Uh, it helps the VA go in and start working uh, themselves and trying to find the issue. Next step is when you get all that done, that's your SOP. Then you have reporting. Who do they report to? We don't put in people's names. We'll put in like a PM or SPM for senior project manager because people change, you grow. And then quantifying, you know, how do you know and when do you update? So you might want to check something every six months. So you put it into a calendar. So that's it. That is that is your policy and procedure. Then if there's any templates. So let's say with um, responding to feedback, you might have a template called canned responses. Canned responses doesn't mean it's just a canned response. It's got to be personalized. But it's negative or positive. These are some of the highlights that you can use in your response. So if somebody's asking, you know, screaming and yelling about this, do this. If somebody's talking about this, positive, do this. And so that's in a template section. So you got policy and procedure, you've got template, and then you've got training. So on Loom, we like to go through and just do a training and just kind of tell people what to do. So some people are visual, some people just will take the SOP and run with it, but it allows people to um, uh, go back and reflect without bothering the senior project manager. So they can figure it out themselves. Now, if there is a problem, they can go back and go back to whoever they have to report to. The last thing in this folder would be the type of reporting. So that reporting could either be a template or it could be reports that um, are, are very specific um, that are not template, they're completely customized. Anyways, the, it's mainly those three things. The reporting is kind of separate. Now, how do you track it? And ours is very simple. Kelsey knows, like, I'm pretty strict when it comes to naming protocol. So, like, for us, if I'm working with um, uh, Honu Worldwide, we start off every folder with HWSL. So it's HWSL space hyphen space, whatever it is. If it's standard operating procedures, it'll be HWSL space hyphen uh, uh, space hyphen space, um, either standard operating procedures or policies. Then from there, we break it down into, okay, um, this could be uh, ad, this could be HR, it could be operations, it could be uh, client onboarding. And then within them, there's a group of whatever the SOPs are. So it's very, very important to be able to be organized. So I, I show, uh, show it to the team all the time where, if I'm trying to find something, I don't want to dig around for a half hour. And I get really annoyed. This is like, if I, if you want to see me annoyed, make me work on a Saturday or a Sunday trying to find a file that somebody didn't upload and I can't find it. So all of us need to put it on to the drive. We have to have the proper name so it's easy to find. And it just saves tons and tons of time even though Kelsey doesn't do it. And he's usually the one I'm ignoring. Uh, I'm not going to go anywhere. But, oh, leave it at you're going to finish your, finish your nope. sentence? Nope. No? Okay. Because nope. you're right. coming here okay. Saturday and I need you to work. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. 
Um, so let me see. The next question is from Rich. Wonderful, Rich. Uh, Hi, guys. When do you recommend starting up with influencer marketing for a product that is not yet launched? Perfect timing. So this is part of a pre-launch series. So before your launch, before your products launch, I like doing a bunch of different things. Part of it is influencer marketing. Part of it is having the website, the social media, getting some content up. And I'm talking about like press releases or you know whatever you you can but um yeah it's it's absolutely perfect timing to get the videos done uh, get influencers to give you user generated content because the second that you go up don't you want to get um don't you want to subscribe or, or uh, enroll in posts so you want to get that content if you don't have any content you got a problem you want to show either testimonials or how to or um you know, whatever it is, it might be a demo video, but unboxing that you can have before the product launches. You want to use that material in your social media, maybe to drive traffic. So getting user uh, generated uh, uh, content is very important through influencers. Uh, I also want to add, um, I'm going to be dropping a link um, from Billow. Uh, this is an affiliate link to be totally transparent. Um, but the reason I'm saying this is because we've recently been using this service below. Um, it's a video recording or it's a video service um, where you reach out to people to create the video content for you. And they do videos that look identical to TikTok videos, but you have a lot more control. You basically are telling them what you want to do. And you can do testimonials, unboxings, how-to, benefit videos. Um, you can have them do an honest testimonial for you. Whatever you need, a product 360. Um, but they'll you can pick the video formats too. So if you want it vertical, horizontal, you can do all of that through this app below. Um, and it's relatively cheap, especially with what it costs for influencers to reach out oh, it ends up about being the same, but you also have that control because you're yeah. hiring them pretty much. You're not just working with them like a regular influencer. The one thing is you don't get the, uh, the, the network of the influencer. They're not going to be posting it to their social media. Um, but I think for social proof on websites, landing pages, um, using it for social media yourself, using it as an ad to run through your social media, um, this is a really great app to check And you out own the this. content. Yeah, so you can use the uh, the link that we supplied, or you can just look up billow.com. Um, but just highly recommend it. It's something that we've we've been using and loving recently. So check it out, Billow. And uh, yeah, enjoy. And they do have, I think it's on the site too, but if uh, you go over... You'll see that they have a Black Friday sale where you save about uh, 15, 20% as well. You can get that through the link uh, as well. So, anyways, there we okay. go. Okay. Important question from Tony. Uh, Norm, are you watching House of Dragon or Lord of the Rings series? You know, I really want to watch that House of Dragon series. I was really into Game of Thrones. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, I, I recommend it if anyone's on the fence about it. Um, it's uh, they're doing a good job over there. Oh, yeah. I haven't got into the Lord of the Rings series though. That's I haven't it. yet either. No, 
I've heard good things. Okay, I think this is from Rich too. Nice, our product is still being manufactured. I was rushing to get everything together to launch ASAP, but I need uh, to create the content first. Cheers. Yeah. All right. Okay, so let me see. We have so many questions, but uh, I think we're getting through most of them. Um, any suggestions for videographers and video editors? Yeah, um, you can go to, well, first of all, uh, you can go to uh, Rob over at Video Telepathy. I think that's the main person that we go to. Um, there should be there should be a link for that as well. Uh, you get a huge discount if you're um, going over from the podcast. So if you let him know that it's from Lunch with Norm, um, one of the things that he's doing, and I've been looking at this because I just bought. We call it the Big Kahuna package. I say we, it's because he just did this for us, and he he did the all the graphics, uh, like all the photos. He did the videos. He did like everything that we needed for the listing, and it was for like a, a flat fee. So, anyways, um, something you can take a look at. The other thing is, um, you could use Billow uh, for if you're looking for specific types of videos and again, check it out. Uh, Kelsey just posted it. Um, it's, it's, they're very good quality. They're more influencer based. Um, you can get them to do like a 360 and they talk about it. Uh, it's all on their page, but uh, if you're looking for more uh, professional content for Amazon, their product demo videos, their, um, uh, how-to videos, benefits, um, something that he can do. All right. Oh, and that's video the, telepathy. Yeah. yeah, I'm dropping that link now. Uh, so check it out, video telepathy. Uh, Rob Burns, he's been on the podcast before. Um, and yeah, specifically, I think the Big Kahuna package, we're able to give a discount to you guys. Um, Huge discount. Yeah. So let me see, uh, cool hand 99 as of yesterday, I have a product shipment arrive at the whole new warehouse. Uh, that being said, I have to have photos done for one of the products that is a new ASIN photos for the updated other ASIN. Okay. We've answered that one already. Mm -hmm. And, uh, uh, when optimizing one's listing, how many keywords do you aim to have an exact form on the front end? I think we answered that one too. Um, who do y'all recommend for photography? So there's there's a bunch of photographers um, that we're using. Uh, right now, I have, man, I should even show you some of these images, but um, we've got uh, two absolutely out of this world, world-class photographers um, doing our photos for our, um, our brands. So... Um, one of them had four uh, agencies across the world, and he came back to South America um, when Corona hit. And anyways, he is. He worked with Fortune 500 companies, and he – uh, wait, I will be showing the brand once it's up and launched, and I think it will blow you guys away with the quality, what he's done. But uh, anyways, Rob is doing um, uh, photography over at uh, his facility. In fact, I believe that if you get a, I believe that if you're doing a demo video with him, uh, you'll get some 
incredible discount on the on the uh, on the slide deck. The other would be Taylor Boone's been on. He she's done a good job. Um, AMZ One Step is another one that does uh, specifics uh, and will do the copy for your uh, uh, A plus page. Um, Fast photography is another one. You just have to give them direction on what you want. Productphotography.com is another one that um, is is very good. Anyways, there's a bunch out there. Oh, and by the way, if you are looking for um, photography that we can ship, if your product's in China, Athalabi and I um, have a photo studio in China or a photographer that we use in China uh, to get our stuff done and very good, like really good quality as well. Okay. So I'm dropping those links to, um, I think I got almost everyone fast product photography. Um, yeah. So check them out um, and let us know what you think. Uh, let them know that lunch and norm sent you just, uh, they might be able to get you a deal um, if they know that, they're from the podcast. Uh, they've all been on the podcast before, so you can go back, listen to them, hear what they have to say. And uh, yeah, I think that's it. So still time for the podcast or uh, for the giveaway today. Um, let us know. Let's uh, do one more question and then we can go to the wheel. All right. So Oh, and by the way, so uh, if you're just tuning in now, kind of a long podcast today but uh, if you're tuning in now we've got uh, a really great giveaway kelsey why don't you say what it is all right throwing me under the bus again. i am see Love if you're it. paying attention all right so today's giveaway we're going to give away a t-shirt a mug uh whole new worldwide's inventory management uh netfluences press release whole new worldwide's tariff buddy uh or tariff terminator uh, a 30-minute session with Norm and a 30-minute session with me. Uh, that's all for writing the word hashtag Wheel of Kelsey in the comment section. So if you want to enter, go ahead, put it in the comment sections. Um, I'm adding them to the wheel as we speak. We don't have much time left, so make sure you get it in. There is a bit of a delay when you type it and when it shows up on our end. So get it in now if you're going to try and enter. Uh, sometimes I see the names pop up right when we're spinning the wheel, so we can't do that all the time. But Get it in, uh, and let me see. We'll take one last question. Sure. Um, let me see. I'll try and do. Just want to hear uh, another knock knock joke? Yeah. Do you want to fill some time just as I try and find a okay, good start one? Start it off. Uh, is it the same one? No. Start it off. I wouldn't okay. do the same one. Knock knock. You fell for it again. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> okay, let's try it. <laughs> Anyone else tired of their dads too? Uh, okay. Uh, all right. Um, from Nabil, um, how do you select? How do you select the optimum dimensions for the paper box package um, versus a competitor's? Does that make sense? Well, if you're trying to see what the ideal, I, I always try to stay within the limit, but you can always go into like Helium 10's got a, um, uh, a, a calculation that you can use to see if you can shave off a quarter inch, inch, wherever, because there's a lot of wasted space in a lot of these packages. 
and especially for Amazon, uh, you want to make sure that it's it's tight um, to their specs, because if you go over, you're going to be paying a lot more. So, um, anyways, that's what I would do. Just you can use helium tens just to make sure that the that you're within the volume or within the size of um, of the um, uh, standard packaging and uh, you want to just play around with, you know, because you might have, I've got a product that's a bottle. So regardless of what I do, it's going to be three pounds. Um, and if I package it, I've got to make sure that it's, it's, you know, I can drop it basically and it's not going to get destroyed. So in, in cases like that, I might not be able to play around with the packaging too much, or I can find a way, a unique way to package it where I could have it in a much smaller box, pay for it let's say EVA foam where the, it's a compression foam. So it could be much tighter and you might pay 20 cents for the EVA foam, but you might end up spending three bucks more on the packaging. Um, so I'd pick the EVA foam on a much smaller packaging and save the three bucks. All right, great. And just the last question, uh, Rick was asked or uh, Rich was asking about the Centurion league. Um, so uh, Centurion League is no longer available. Uh, right. Else you want to add? Yeah. So uh, Centurion's not available. What we're trying to do is you can always go to Private Label Legion and see the content that's there and it being upgraded, um, you know, on a regular basis. But we're um, we're providing uh, content on the website as well. Like it's always being updated um, right here in. Um, uh, on the YouTube channel, uh, on, in our Facebook group, uh, not sure what's going to happen. Um, I mean, if I'd love to be able to get a mastermind together and, you know, have a once a month or twice a month sit in, there's a lot of masterminds out there right now, you know, um, some good, some bad, some not so good, but, uh, there, you know, the good ones that, that are out there, um, there's a few of them. So I don't know if I want to, um, be doing that, uh, you know, or partner up with somebody and do it. Yeah, who knows? We got this other project that's on the go right now that I think everybody's going to really love. So um, anyways, that's a long-winded approach to, yeah, the Centurion's not available right now, but we got tons of content happening all the time. And you can always ask the questions here like you would on the Centurion. Plus, we're um, doing tons of training. So that's something that we're um, getting going with all of our suppliers. All right. So hope you enjoyed today's Q and A. Uh, if you enjoyed today's session, let us know in the comments um, if you loved it. Um, give us a thumbs up, and uh, if you have any topics or maybe even content ideas you want norm to tackle either through the uh, youtube video to kind of walk through anything let us know we're always looking for ideas um and if it comes from you guys i'm sure one person's thinking it uh there's multiple people out there that would find it useful so let us know in the comment sections we're always scanning the comments looking for what we should do and what you guys need so in the comment sections or and, hit uh, me up with some jokes that i can talk to about with kelsey Especially if they're not knock jokes, and we'll, we'll uh, especially we'll if they're actually jokes. <laughs> they are. That was an actual. I bet you people were laughing, especially when you fell for it the second time. 
<laughs> oh boy. Anyways, it's time for the wheel of Kelsey. Hey. Uh, before we get to it, we're going to throw a quick word to our sponsor and uh, see you guys in a second. A big thank you to our sponsor, Startup Club, the largest club on Clubhouse with over 790,000 members and growing. They're one of the world's largest communities supporting the startup ecosystem from founders to those wishing to work for a startup and everything in between. You can find them at www.startup.club for blogs, recordings, and a calendar of upcoming shows and on the Clubhouse app. Just search Startup Club for daily shows 24-7. You can also now listen to their show, the Serial Entrepreneur Club podcast on Apple and Spotify too. Stop by to connect, learn, and grow together. All right. And a quick shout out to uh, Bronwyn all the way from Australia. It's 3.30 for Bronwyn right now oh in the gosh. morning. So incredible that you stay with us. And this is a long episode too. So and uh, thank you, Anna. Appreciate it. And Amy snuck in for the Wheel of Kelsey. And uh, without further ado, here we go. Wheel of Kelsey. Enjoy. It's time for the Wheel of Kelsey. All right, we got lots of tabs open today. But here it is, Wheel of Kelsey. Let's see, any other people? Wheel of Kelsey. Okay, so we're going to shuffle these up. Thank you, everyone, who participated in today's giveaway. We do this every single podcast. Uh, Monday, we have Carrie Miller on. And it looks like... Oh, Rich. Rich. Whoa. All right. We get to spend some time with Rich. All right. One of our trisliches. All right, Rich, let us know. Can you just email me, k at lunchwithnorm.com, and uh, we'll connect with you. Yes, Amy, it was a big uh, big giveaway today, so it's definitely worth it. I'm going to guess uh, next episode, too, is going to be worth it, too, so make sure you check in on us. Yeah. Oh, here's and, something. Uh, hmm? To see who's still listening, first five people, North America or... Yeah, North America. Uh, we'll send out a mug. What do they got to do? They just have to say uh, hashtag mug. Hashtag mug. I'm not a creative right. guy. Just hashtag mug. All right. The next five people who say hashtag mug. Then you just have to send the, the address section. over to Kelsey. And you are there we go. Facebook today. user just got one. And I think the mugs have M&M still in it. So if you're interested in it, we'll, we'll send five people a mug from the episode all right i gotta keep an eye on this yeah all right so thank you everyone that's howard gets a mug all right keep us not in there okay congratulations rich awesome norm you are in a really good mood today i know it's I strange right you don't see this too often all right <laughs> thank you thank you and uh yeah i hope you guys appreciated today's episode um if you enjoyed the Q&A sessions like these, uh, let us know in the comments oh, sections. Oh, I'm going to interrupt you. So for those people for that it. do have mugs, take a picture with it. We like to have some user-generated content too. Yeah, or if you have a t-shirt or... Um, actually, I should shout out Faye. Faye Green, a couple months ago, she sent 
me this this little lunch with gnome coaster so i've been using this almost every day i use it at eight. yeah Lunch with gnome coaster so thank you guys uh we should probably put that on our site um yeah. but yeah if you have any pictures or even like a picture of you guys watching lunch with norm a little selfie that'd be great too um but yeah i uh, hope you guys enjoyed what what sucks when you give away a mug and nobody wants one I think we've we've kept them on for almost two hours now, I know, so I think I know, they might be a little exhausted. This is a thing to your ego. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's okay. good. Oh, Shoot you down okay. a little bit. <laughs> All right, so that's it. Let's get out of here. All right, so smash those like buttons. Follow us on Facebook, and uh, give us a like if you enjoyed us talking. If we talked too much, we did. Today. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So anything else? You want to yep. add... join us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at noon Eastern Standard Time. Thank you so much for being part of this episode, being part of the community. Look, these episodes, it went long. It went like 90 minutes plus. But I'm willing to, to share my expertise or anybody else who's listening's expertise. You know, we want to be a community where at the end of the day, we're becoming better online sellers. And that's what we're trying to achieve. So if you like this type of episode where it's just ask me anything, we can continue to do it, you know, maybe every few months, but uh, we just want to get your feedback on that. But thank you for being part of the community. We could not do this episode or this podcast without you and uh, have a great weekend, everybody. Lunch with the, lunch with the, lunch with the.